Welcome back to DQB Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where what I really want to know is, do you have a problem with me? Bang, bang. I don't. Ow. You already shot me. With me this evening is my co-host, Dave. I'm a co-host? You're a co-host today. Holy shit. I don't know if I like all this power that I have now. You don't have any power. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) So nothing's changed. <laughs> we, all right. We also have special guests, Big Smooth. Yeah, I'm doing it all this week. Woo! He's on all the shows. I'm excited. Uh, we are continuing our summer of sports. I'm not going to say it. Good. Don't say it. Uh, with Foxcatcher, which from 2014. Uh, Foxcatcher, 2014, rated R, two hours and 14 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, uh, this movie. Oh, uh, this movie is kind of wild. Uh main characters being uh John DuPont played by Steve Carell, Channing Tatum plays Mark Schultz, and Mark Ruffalo plays his brother David Schultz. Uh Mark and David are wrestlers. Uh they're uh Olympic gold medalists. Fake um, wrestling. Huh? Fake wrestling. No. Olympic wrestling. Uh, Olympic wrestling. Which is fake it's wrestling. Real wrestling. Freestyle wrestling. It's, I think that's the technical name, isn't it? Uh, freestyle? This is different. Freestyle uh, and Olympic, I think, are different. Are they? Okay. Bill from Indy, please email us, draftyq at gmail.com, and let us know how fucking stupid and wrong we are. Um, don't, not for me, though, Bill. I know I'm perfect. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're, they're both uh, Olympic gold medalist wrestlers, and um, uh, they're working towards the... Uh, the 88 uh, Olympic Games in Seoul and the 87 uh, World Championships. Um, so Mark is kind of quiet and like weird, weird. Uh, and Dave seems like a normal guy, <laughs> uh, has a family and everything. Mark like lives in an apartment by himself and eats like ramen and hot dogs kind of shit. Right. Is that hot sauce with it? Yeah. He, like just he was eating like sauce, ramen yeah. and with like, uh, Texas Pete hot sauce. Yeah. I think but that's like what a that is. Shit ton of it. Yeah. Um, the way he was eating it though. It didn't even look like it was cooked. It looked like he was just like crunching. Yeah. Cause he it. was like chewing it. Like yeah. it, he just like broke it up and put it in that bowl and then covered it in a hot sauce and ate it. He broke it up like a dumbass, by the way. Yeah. Like he didn't even prison style it. Smart. Like just throwing the bag on the ground a couple times. So like he broke it up and half of it went in the sink. Like yeah. learn how to cook ramen. Yeah. You put the whole thing in the I water. He, I don't think he's very smart. That's true. Cause 25 uh, grand is a lot of money. For a year. 86, it might have been. Well, when he got paid, it's $47,000. Uh-huh. I, think, I think it was like $47,000 when I Googled it. Okay. And, 80, and like 85, I think that's what okay. it was the equivalent of in today. So he he got paid $20 to do that speaking engagement that was supposed to be for his brother, who was the more popular one. <laughs> yeah. So eh, yeah. 25000 was a lot to him. Uh, is also the biggest number that he could think of. <laughs> anyway uh so they're both wrestlers uh john dupont is um like heir to the dupont family um like dupont like making everything chemically right uh so he's rich out his mind and also 
a weird fucking dude. We'll get there, Dave. <laughs> I just want to say he's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Uh, he basically wants to become like a, co- a wrestling coach, but he has no knowledge of wrestling. It's super fucking weird. They say that those can't do teach. But they usually those that can't do but teach know about the thing they're teaching. Know what they can't do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he basically wants to pay Mark and Dave to come to his uh estate in Pennsylvania and run a uh the facility for the US Olympics there. Um and the US Olympic uh like uh, governing body. I don't know the rest, the U S wrestling guys, their board or whatever had already come to talk to Dave about coaching and he didn't do it because they wanted him to go to Colorado and he wanted to stay where they were. And you know, cause he had his family, he had like a couple of kids and his wife and he didn't want to uproot his family. So Mark is all about this thing that DuPont wants to do because it's an opportunity. He also offers him money and he's not making any, so he's like, yeah, I'll do it. He goes to Dave. Dave is like, no, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to leave. That's why I didn't go and coach the U.S. team. So Mark goes and does it by himself. And he's doing fine. Uh, and they go to the world, uh, world championships and he wins. And then. Shit gets real weird after that. It's like kind of weird before that. Like yeah. DuPont's just weird, but it's not like that bad yet. But like afterwards, he's like, yeah, let's drink. And like, I'm going to act like a creepy fucking scoutmaster with all these wrestlers that are like 20 years old. Yep. Uh, and he's like supposed to be like 50s in his 50s or late, like mid to late 50s, I think. Um, so then, uh, he has this speaking engagement that they take a helicopter to and he wants, uh, Mark to introduce him and he writes the speech for Mark for Mark. Yeah. Instead of having Mark talk, he gives him a thing to say. And it basically is all this weird stuff about him being his, like replacing his father because his dad left when he was two and like all this weird shit, like makes it seem like they have a very much more involved relationship than they do. Right. Uh, and then they do Coke together because, cause John's just crazy and does Coke. And he's like, yeah, whatever this Olympic athlete, I'm going to have, I'm going to do Coke with him. You never done Coke before? It's just Coke. Nothing can it can't do anything. It's yeah, not gonna it's kill just you. Coke. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Uh and what I what I loved was like that was his Coke kit, right? Yeah. And the guy that gave it to him had it in a state police cruiser that they drove up to the house. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets out and he's like, Hey, I put your kit in the, the helicopter. And he's like, ah, oh, thanks. And then you find out that the kit is Coke and you're like, wait, he had that in the police cruiser with him and then put it in. Did they get it out of like police evidence? Cause you know that he has like a weird relationship with like police and with the government as far as like the military. Yeah. Because of how DuPont got started, which I didn't know this about DuPont, that DuPont got started by making like uh, 
uh, stuff for ammunition. And then that's how they got into chemicals. So I imagine they probably made powder and primers right during like world war two or something. But, uh, yeah, interesting. But he starts showing his like completely insane side. They start doing Coke all the time. And then it's like, it's almost like he's treating Mark like his like weird kept man pool boy thing. Yeah. Like he's like cutting his hair and like in his boxers and like doing push ups in front of him after he rails a line of Coke and it's weird stuff. And uh it continues to be weird. And then uh the the like kind of laissez faire attitude that uh he's brought into Mark's life because Mark has like been very disciplined before this. Right. He's always working out. All he does is think about wrestling. He like when he was back with his brother, he would get up, go do wrestling, eat, do something else, go back, do more wrestling, go home, stare at the wall. <laughs> And or go play, to, video so play, play like this, like really shitty fucking like pre Game Boy handheld video game thing. Uh, and they go to sleep, get up, go wrestle. Like he was very, you know, strict in his in his plans. Right. Yeah. So then John kind of introduces this like, yeah, fuck around and do drugs and get drunk. It's fine. And he just kind of gets like swept up in that. Yeah. And then he goes to a uh, Olympic trial and he loses and like, it's not good. And it's, you know, it looks bad. They go back and, uh, he's been training all these other guys and he takes a break. He takes a break one morning instead of doing a two a day. Cause they've been doing two a days. They work out in the morning. Then they do wrestling stuff in the evening. Yeah. They take the morning off and they're watching, uh, UFC. I think it's UFC one, but they're like watching this and John shows up and he's like, why the fuck aren't you guys working out? Why isn't anybody in the gym? It's almost noon. He's like, ah, we took a break. We're going to do two workouts tonight. And he just slaps Mark yeah. in front of everyone. He's like, I'm going to go get your brother. He's like, he's not coming. I'm like, no, I'm going to go get him. And he does. He gets Dave to come. And then that throws Mark even deeper because then it's like even this guy that fucked me up and like ruined my life basically so far has discarded me. He doesn't even want me. Yeah. He doesn't even want me. Um, but Dave has no idea what he's getting into. <laughs> yeah. Dave just shows up and he's like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Let's wrestle, man. Yeah, Let's wrestle, bro. And he's like, why is Mark being weird? And Mark won't talk to him. And then John's being weird. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? They end up going to uh, another trial thing. And uh, he uh, Mark isn't doing well. And he completely falls off. He like because they have weigh ins before every match. Right. And he just like orders everything you can order and eats everything really gross. Yeah. And just like, like fucking binges on food. Uh, so then, you know, he like passes out in the bed after he loses. Um, but he can still like make it if he wins like the next couple matches. Right. Yeah. So 
Dave shows up and can't get in, so he kicks his door in. And he finds him, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he slaps him, but he's like more slapping him to knock him out of it instead of as a sign of disrespect. Right. Um, so then they get working. They like, he like throws all the food up, which is really good, you know, for you. Uh, and then they, I don't think it is. No, it's not. (laughs) And then they, uh, they, they do some, uh, good old, uh, sweat, sweat lodging, uh, just like duct taping a fucking hoodie on. And I'm surprised there weren't any trash bags involved. Maybe the trash bag was under the hoodie. Uh, but like duct tape the arms closed so you get no airflow whatsoever and then get on an exercise bike and just like blow it out so you just lose all your water weight because uh, he needed to lose 12 pounds after he had thrown up as much as he could throw up that's so much food yeah when they're on that bike and he's physically pushing his Mark's leg, leg. Yeah. and I was like oh my god yeah yeah because yeah. he's like, go, 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 go. And like, they, he goes real hard for like 90 seconds and mm-hmm. then he like backs off. And then he just does Takes it again, like, like in sets. And yeah. It was insane. Yeah. That's a real thing that people do when for weigh ins. I'm just sort of fucking wearing all my clothes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. That'll kill us. Just so you know, like as fat guys, we can't do that. Oh, okay. We'll die. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Well, I'll cancel my plans for tonight. <laughs> Damn. I was going to get on the bike and I was going <laughs> to jerk off, but I was going to be wearing like trash bags and a hoodie. No, that's a great way to get found in a very compromising position. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, this trash bag's full of semen. <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> At least uh, he finished. Yeah. Uh, it's everywhere. Um, John comes in and he's like trying to get to Mark to talk to him because he's really upset. And Dave like is a buffer at this point. He's figured out that John is what is fucking up Mark and they don't really ever say it, but like you, he, he figures it out. Right. Um, so he's trying to keep John away. So John eventually leaves and then they show the wrestling match and he wins. And so he makes it onto the Olympic team and they, uh, they go, um, uh, he goes, or, uh, uh, Dave goes to talk to John and John's gone. His mom has passed. Uh So he took a a plane home or a helicopter or whatever he did. Probably a helicopter because it's the only way he rides. Um, it shows this weird scene where he's like letting all his mom's horses out because he hated the horses and probably because he hates his mom because he's a weird mama's boy. She paid a guy to be friends. with She him. paid a guy to be friends with him. He paid a guy to be friends with him. Yeah. Uh, so it keeps going and like they, they go to Seoul. I don't remember what happens in Seoul. It doesn't matter. Uh, but they end up with this, uh, they make this deal where, uh, Dave will stay on and continue to run the USA wrestling at Foxcatcher farms. Um, as long as he continues to pay Mark, whether Mark is there or not. Right. Cause Mark wanted to leave and, Dave's like, just stick it out until after soul. Okay. Yeah. Um, so 
They do. He goes to Seoul. He ends up losing. But I mean, he made it, but he ends up losing because he's just like he's too far off, you know. Yeah. Um. So then John's like really upset with him. And when they get back, like they change security and ask him for their IDs and basically like kicks Mark out. So Mark leaves and then it goes on for like a, a while. Like this is not like the end of the movie. Like it, it goes on for like a few weeks, I think. Yeah. Of Dave continuing to train people at Foxcatcher Farms and like. John is just weird and despondent at this point, and he had like. uh gotten someone to make this documentary about him being this like amazing wrestling coach and like putting together this team and stuff. And it was all fake, but like this person did it and he like watches this, he watches the end and it's just like a bunch of stuff about him and Mark. And he like, he doesn't snap. He's just like stone cold. Just like, Hey, is it snowing? He like calls his manservant in. He's like, Hey, is it snowing? He's like, no, like we'll go warm up my car. I want to take it for a ride. And David been living in one of the houses on the, on the property. Right. So he gets in his car and he drives his car out to Dave's house. And Dave is like working on his car. He's like, what the fuck does this guy want? Cause he keeps being weird with Dave, but Dave's yeah. not like, not receptive. He's just like, what do you want? Like, dude, you're what's a weird dude? Stop. Like, he lets him do his thing, but like up to a point, right? Yeah. He's not like Mark. He's not like malleable like Mark is. Uh, he keep like Dave does a weird thing where he like kind of keeps his head down when he knows he needs to, but then otherwise he's like, hey, I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, because he's like the real brains behind the operation. Uh, so John shows up and Mark or Dave's like, Hey, uh, what's up? And John's just like, do you have a problem with me? And he pulls a gun on him. Yeah. And his like manservant bodyguard guy that's sitting in the passenger seat's like, Whoa, John stop. And he gets out of the car and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And John is just like shrugs kind of and shoots Dave. Yeah. In front of his bodyguard and Dave's wife. Cause she's like at the door of the house. Uh, and then he shoots him like four more times and then he just drives away. And then that's not really the end of the movie either. Like he kills Dave. Yeah. And he like tries to get away by like taking some weird tunnels underneath the property. But obviously someone told the, told the police about that. They're waiting for him at the exit. He comes out, they tackle him, they take him away. Um, then the movie ends with, uh, like a couple of years later, right? Uh, a few years. I think. Yeah. Uh, Mark is a UFC fighter now and it's just him about to go into the ring. And, uh, and then it does like the, uh, animal house thing. It's like, you know, that Dave was inducted into the, uh, national wrestling hall of fame, um, posthumously, uh, Mark does wrestling clinics in Oregon now. And, uh, John died in prison in 2010. So this is all based on a true story, right? So just why I had no idea. Yeah. Any of this. Yeah. So like 
John Dupont actually killed Dave Schultz. Uh, I don't know how much of the rest of it is true. Right. That's that's the extent of it. It's a. I don't know about this movie. I don't like it. <clears throat> but you don't like it. I don't like it for two reasons. One is objective. One is subjective. Objectively, it's super slow. And the pacing is fucking weird. That's I think that's what I had struggled with, and I didn't hate it, but I yeah. the pacing is I struggled with that. Yeah. Uh, the the other the subjective reason I don't like it is um, there is so much awkwardness in this movie, and that yeah. makes me like physically uncomfortable just because I hate that. Yeah. And it was just like I there was a there's a part in the movie. Where uh, all the guys are working out in gym and Dave is running this practice, but John is there. Okay. And John's mother shows up. Yeah. I would. That's one of the most awkward. Yeah. And John wants to show off. So he basically like stops the practice and brings everybody around and he makes this bullshit speech. And then he tries like in it, like he goes to try to, show someone in quotes uh how to do a wrestling move and i literally paused the movie to collect myself to be capable of watching this scene because i knew what was going to happen and how fucking horrible it was going to be as far as the cringy awkwardness because like i just don't i can't do it like i that shit fucks with me yeah like I, I hate it. And like, that's, there's a lot, like a whole genre of humor that is like that. And I don't like that shit either. Yeah. Um, but so like, and I watched it and I was like, this is fucking terrible because obviously he has no fucking idea what he's yeah. doing. And that's like the point. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's that's, very awkward. The, that's the point. The point of the scene. But, yeah. But like, I don't like that shit. And yeah. like, yeah, it, I mean, it evoked a feeling in me, but it is not a feeling that I'm trying to feel right. Yeah. So like, I, I don't like that. And I didn't like, that was one of the reasons I don't like this movie. Yeah. It's super uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, cause it bounced back from being like the slowest movie I've ever seen <laughs> to, I almost thought it was going to be softcore porn. Yeah. There's a lot of, because they make, uh, John and maybe he really was, I don't know. But they make him look to be like just that, like kind of predatory homosexual. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. And that, and then like, so I read a thing. Yeah, where Mark was talking to people about this, like uh, interviewers about it, and he was like, he didn't like that because that's not how it was. Yeah, because you know, in the beginning, like you get like you like I don't know wrestling like that, obviously. Sure. So like I don't. I don't watch wrestling Olympic style. Like I've never watched the Olympics, mm, but like I get how wrestling works. Yeah. Okay. I get that you get points. Like you just pin into the mat. There's not a three count. Okay. And, uh, when watching this, um, you see like him and Mark and Dave, like practicing and like the way he's like getting up in and like stretching him out, like trying to like, you know, get him used warm to like holds up, yeah. and stuff like that, like warm him up, which makes sense. Yeah. And then they do like a few, like, <clears throat> standard like hip toss kind of things to right. each other yeah but like after the drugs yes. and the haircutting um you get like this weird like uh john trying to wrestle mark and the way they do it the way the director chose to go with it 
It almost looks like he he's, he's like trying to like fuck him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like after that, they're like sitting on the porch, and this was the this wasn't even as bad. Like this was probably the worst of the scenes because it was subtle. Yeah, uh, is like they just got done like drinking or doing coke or something along those lines. He's sitting on the porch, and like Tatum's like <clears throat> like on the ground, like on his knees almost, and John is sitting in that chair and yeah. he like nudges him and it's almost like a dog nudging another dog be like hey man let's play yeah but like the way like the older guy and then the younger guy on the like it it just was shot very creepily yeah that was the cringiest part of the movie for me yeah i mean that like pervaded the whole movie yeah. right and like that made it super it weird too. Tone. Yeah. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. not telling a story at that point. You're just, you're setting a tone because mm-hmm. the actual story, you know, it's, it's fucked up. And like, for the most part, you get the gist of it. Yeah. But like the way that you set the tone of the movie yeah. makes it awkward to watch instead of getting the facts. Right. And the, 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 the fact that it was like paced so slowly also <laughs> let you sit in those scenes for entirely too long. You're just like sitting in the like awkwardness of all of these scenes forever. Agreed. Agreed. And you're just like, oh my God, I get it. This dude's fucking weird. He's fucking like has no sense of like social norms. Like, and he's doing shit because he can afford to pay people to deal with him doing shit. You don't need to let me sit in this weird fucking feeling for five minutes of this scene. I know what's going on. Move on. I completely agree. Like some movies are meant to be slow for a reason. Yeah. But this was terribly slow. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Cause I'm watching this. I'm like, uh, you're like, uh, this is going to be one of those where I don't like it. And Russell and Shane love it. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like Moneyball. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like Moneyball? No, I could. I it was no nothing against you guys. I thought it was incredibly boring. I love Moneyball. Like Same. it's a movie I could watch all the time. Yeah, I thought it was um, incredibly boring. I just I really like the story of it and the fact that it's more than this baseball. But that we're not talking about that. Yeah, um, yeah. Like as far as this movie goes, and those parts, like Steve Carell for one. Like let's just talk about the acting in it. Steve yeah. Carell fucking nailed it. Yeah. As far as like he sold me as a crazy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yo, that had yeah. problems. Okay. Yeah. Uh Mark Ruffalo, great, loving yeah. brother, supportive. Yes. Channing Tatum played uh you know, and, and like his his take on this was I'm just in my brother's shadow. Yeah. And yeah. I don't hate my brother for it, but I do kind of like have that chip on my shoulder. There's a slight so, animosity. So yeah. like, yeah. I thought the acting was really good in it. Yes. Like, but I mean, you know, and a lot of Channing Tatum's more than just like that fucking hot guy in a movie. Right. When I watch him in a movie, I think he actually has really good acting skills. He does. And everything he's done, I'm like, fuck yeah, I fucking love Channing Tatum. Yeah. It's the same way I feel about Zac Efron in movies. Like, those two guys are actually pretty decent actors when they're in stuff. Dude, like, I saw I a fucking him. picture of Zac Efron today. As uh, one of the Von, Von Erics. Erics. Not, He's so fucking big. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And the hair. Oh, oh yeah. The fucking the terrible Bob, fucking Bob like, bowl cut thing. He looks like fucking He-Man. I, he does. Yeah. He is fucking 
jacked. Whoa. Yeah. I'm not and, but that. he looks kind of, like in the picture I looked, he looked kind of fat jacked. Yeah, you know no, I mean? he's got he's got the gorilla abs going yeah. on. Yeah. So I didn't 80s hate it. fat guy wrestler. Or 80s buff fat guy. He has he has a six pack on top of he's got the Eddie Hall abs going on. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, he is yeah. huge. Damn. Also, that's gonna be a great fucking show. I can already tell. I agree. Yeah. Um you brought up the acting. I really enjoyed the acting. The acting Same. was really good. I think the sh- the movie was shot really well. I think it looked good. Like the, I mean, but like we sat in everything way too long. So like, yes. then you, you're like, this looks cool until it's just like boring. Right. How long was the movie? Two hours and 14 minutes. You could have cut 40 minutes out of that. Movie. It easily could have been like 90 to a hundred minutes. Yeah. 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 And told an amazing story. I was super interested in the story itself, but like the way it was paced and like, I, I struggled. Yeah. I struggled through this. Did you read anything about this before watching the movie? No. Cause so like, I'm like, oh, how can I watch this? And then I'm like, well, maybe there's like YouTube clips or something. I can cheat the system. And then I get, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Look how big he fucking looks. I just showed Dave a picture of Zach Efron. He looks like an 80s wrestler as fuck. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What the fuck? I like yeah. it. It's but, insane. Like, I'm I'm reading these headlines and I was like, oh, what? What did DePont do? Yeah. He killed somebody? What the fuck is this movie about? And then and it doesn't like, happen until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought we were going to get some trial yeah. or something. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I guess you don't need a trial because there's no, there's nothing you need to tell the audience at that point. Like, oh, is he guilty? Yeah. Is he going to get out of it? No, we fucking knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know. This movie's weird. Did you see who he willed his money to? No. Uh, Like a wrestler from like Yugoslavia. <sighs> like that's what the DuPont fortune went to. Like his part of it. Oh my god! Yeah, it is nuts. Yeah, it was a weird movie. Like, props to Steve Carell. Yeah, he nailed that part of being fucking creepy. Yes. Also, his chin looked fucking terrible. Like the, All the their prosthetic chins makeup weird. looked weird on him. The only one that looked normal was Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Except when you could tell that they shaved the front of his head so that he would have that receding hairline. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I have a problem with the makeup department here. Um because one, you could tell that Steve Carell couldn't breathe in that fake nose, which affected his voice, and he was always mouth breathing. Now that could have been like him affecting the character, but the other things that you just talked about kind of make me think that the m- makeup department was just kind of shit. <laughs> well, they didn't spend money anywhere in this movie, really. Yeah. Because it's not like a high production. No. But I don't know. Did it's, Channing it's Tatum walk funny to you? Oh, yeah. He has, he changed, totally changed his posture to like that of like a... Olympic wrestler like, that had been like, like but probably sore and beaten up. Yeah, yeah. just like the way that you walk his after jaw your didn't look like right that. either. He he was sticking his jaw. Yeah, out, that's like, what bothered under, me through the yeah. movie was that he was bulldogging. They were both bulldogging real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that kind of stuff was like weird. The thing that the one that really fucked with me though was like there were like two or three scenes where 
like Mark Ruffalo's Dave is supposed to have like this receding hairline that's just like a, a regular like arc, mm-hmm. like across the top of his head, yeah. and you could see the shadow of where his hair actually should be, and they had shaved it. It's because he has such dark hair. Yeah, right? yeah. And they didn't like wax it, or they didn't like put like a fucking like tiny bald cap on and makeup it on. They just shaved it, and it was like, "Are you fucking serious, guys? Are you fucking serious?" Yeah. That's why the scenes with him wearing a hat makes sense. Yes, like the beanie yeah. at the end. Like, all right, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anyway, are we ready to go down to the corner? I'm I'm tired of shitting on this movie. I'll go to the corner if you guys won't go to the corner. Let's do it. All right. You you ready to? Uh... Wrestle down to the corner? Yeah, I'll be in your corner. Yeah, you will. I'll bring out a chair and, like, a water bottle. Okay. Yeah. Not a ladder or kendo stick. It's not what you <laughs> Not that kind of wrestling. For. No. <laughs> it's for you to sit. Uh, okay. Because I'm in your corner. And then you cut me? No. That's boxing. Cut yep. me. Cut me. Uh, all right. No Vaseline either. <laughs> Welcome. To Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Uh-oh. You're supposed to say, ooh, neat, right here. Ooh, neat. There you go. Damn right. Yeah. I'm hoping to get a bunch of ooh, neats. Okay. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Carell claimed that according to director Bennett Miller's wishes, there was no joking between takes, and he did not socialize with the co-stars after work. That's the opposite of neat. Yeah. That sounds like a real drag. Yeah. That sounds not fun. Yeah. Carried into the movie pretty well. Yep. Yeah. According to Channing Tatum, he and Mark Ruffalo spent an intense five to six months training for wrestling, which took its toll on the actors. During one particularly physical take, Channing insisted to Ruffalo, just slap the shit out of me and get it over with, which resulted which resulted in Channing's eardrum accidentally getting popped. This take is in the film. Ooh, neat. Yeah, that is neat. I <laughs> yeah, like that. I like that. I like the yeah. just fucking slap me, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, fuck me up. <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo said the cast and crew were so afraid of Steve Carell as John Dupont that they tried to avoid interacting with him. Ruffalo said everyone sort of stayed away from him. John Dupont was repellent, so the way he, they designed Steve's look and made him repellent, and you didn't know what to say to him or how to act around him, you never felt comfortable. Me either. Yeah. So they did a good job with that. I guess it's the opposite of anything that I would want, but that's fine. This movie's not for me, I guess. I don't know. Is it for me either? No. I didn't hate it. I kind of did. Let's move on. Uh, In the 1984 Olympic Games, uh, Dave Schultz and Mark Schultz were accused of excessive brutality in their Olympic matches, and a special official was assigned to monitor the rest of their bouts. Uh, two of their opponents went straight to the hospital after their matches. Mark, Ooh. 23, broke the left elbow of a 180-and-a-half-pound European champion, Baris Karabak, uh, 30 seconds into the match. Uh, Dave sent Yugoslavia's uh, Sabine Sejdi to the hospital with a knee injury occurring during the 163-pound match. Nice. They're very brutal wrestlers, apparently. Hell yeah. Yeah. America. America. Fuck yeah. 
before filming a particularly dark scene, Bennett Miller made Steve Carell write a write on a piece of paper the thing that he hates the most about himself, and then put it in his pocket. Miller told Miller told Carell just to have it right there and know that it's in a place where if I was a dick, I could just grab it. According to Miller, the result is his favorite thing he has put on film. I don't like this director. This is like it's, it's Kubricky. Yeah, it's Kubricky. It's also like where everything about the movie that I disliked came from. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Steve Carell studied video footage of John DuPont for hours. He told reporters at the film screening at the Carnes Film Festival. Carne Asada? Just Carnes. It's not supposed to be cans? Cans. Probably cans. It's probably cans. Okay. I'll read that again. Uh, the reporters after the film screening at the Cans Music Festival that I watched as much as I could. I read as much as I could about him and tried to get a semblance about the type of person he was. According to Bennett Miller, uh, Carell's career as a comic actor hadn't suggested that he was right for the role until he had lunch with the actor. Miller said upon Carell's casting, I think all comedians are dark. Yeah. Which is true. Oh, yeah. Definitely true. Hasn't that been proven over and over and over again? Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell and Channing Tatum ad-libbed their dialogue in the helicopter scene. Oh, yeah, the repeating over and over philanthropists, philatel, philatelists. Philatelist. Ornithologist. Ornithologist. Yeah, that makes sense. Ooh, neat, Dave. Uh, let's do some spoilers. <sighs> okay. Was I supposed to do that? You don't have to. I apologize. I'm not very good at this. You're doing great, buddy. Okay. So is Dave. Dave's doing great. Dave's always doing I great. S- I suck, but thank you. Uh, Nancy Schultz. Oh, hey, buddy. There you go. Uh, Nancy Schultz, who is Dave Schultz's widow, gave Mark Ruffalo her husband's glasses. Uh, the glasses Ruffalo wears in the film are Dave's actual glasses. Holy shit. That's, That's neat. neat. That's actually <laughs> neat. Yeah. I like that one. Um, according to Steve Carell, the real John DuPont was known for even more outlandish behavior than was shown in the film, but he and Bennett Miller wanted his madness to be gradually revealed to the audience. <sighs> boo. Yeah. yeah. It's neat that you found that, but boo. Show me the craziness. We want to see all of the craziness. Uh, Mark Schultz said that after John DuPont went to prison, uh, John DuPont sent a private investigator over to Mark's house. The private eye was to ask Schultz for getting for help, ah, for help in getting out of prison. What the fuck? Schultz filmed it, then promptly slammed the door and sent the footage to the prosecutor's office. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. That dude was nuts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, In real life, John DuPont murdered Dave Schultz eight years after Mark Schultz lost in the Seoul Olympics. Yeah. After the murder, DuPont retreated to his mansion where he negotiated with police over the phone for two days before being arrested after his house's power was cut and he stepped outside. I mean, he did have a 50 cal machine gun on an APC, so like he probably could have like taken the state police. Yeah. If he knew what he was doing, because he was just buying stuff he knew nothing about. Yeah. 
it was, that was a wild scene too. Like, put a machine gun on it. That's a house. Yeah, and then they never did anything with the fucking APC or the machine gun. Yeah. What the fuck? I got two more. Yeah. You guys ready for two more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the mirror bashing scene, Channing Tatum broke the mirror, which was not in the script. He got so into his role that it led to him to act with such intensity. The cut to his forehead was genuine. That was a legit scene. I really liked that scene. Yeah. I wondered if that was real. I was like, how the hell did they fake that? Yeah. No, they didn't. Uh, they didn't fake that. And that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's super neat. Ooh, neat, buddy. Ooh, neat. Thank yes. you. Yes. Ooh, neat. Last For one. Sure. Okay. This one's geared towards Nathan. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the young wrestlers that Dave Schultz trained was Kurt Angle, who would end up being a WWE and TNA wrestling star. He was part of Team Foxcatcher at the time of the movie's events, preparing for the 1996 Summer Olympics. He won gold for Team USA in the heavyweight class and dedicated the medal to Dave Schultz's memory. Yeah, was he there when fucking Schultz got shot? That I don't know. Holy shit. I did see that when I was doing the search through YouTube and it had like Kurt Angle talking about that. So I knew in some way Kurt Angle was involved in this because I was looking at dates during the movie and I was yeah. like, 96, how often do they do the Olympics? When was the last one? When are they going to this next one? All right, that's an 88. So how many Olympics away would 96 be? Two, yeah. Like, yeah. And then I seen that he had won the medal in... uh it was in Los Angeles when the Olympics were in Los Angeles. So yeah. I had to like do some research. Yeah. But yeah. That's, yeah. that's neat. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But that was wild. That is wild. That's all I have for Dave's trivia corner. Dave's trivia corner. Ooh, neat. Thank you. Ghost of Russell. Fuck. Yeah. I'm terrible at playing Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy. I found something. Oh, yeah. On Wikipedia. Okay. I don't know. Are you going to talk about the will? No. So, remember earlier I said it was a Yugoslavian wrestler. That's wrong. It was a a Bulgarian wrestler named Valentin uh, Yorganov. Okay. And so, he was worth $200 million in 1986, which is about $530 million today. Yeah. All right. And his will bequeathed 80% of his estate to the Bulgarian wrestler. Bulgarian. An Olympic champion who had trained at Foxcatcher and all his relatives. And in 2011, DuPont's niece and his nephew had filed a petition to change that in Media, Pennsylvania, asserting that DuPont was not of sound mind when he made his will. The petition claims that during that period, John DuPont asserted alternately that he was Jesus Christ, the Dalai Lama, and the Russian Tsar. Uh, what the fuck? I mean, that just goes to show he's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, the petition was dismissed, and while appealed, the Superior Court of Pennsylvania upheld a Delaware County Orphans Court order dismissing a challenge to the will. Former uh, former uh, Delaware County Court uh, president dismissed the charges for lack of standing finding that because the niece and nephew were not named in the two successive wills going back to 2006, they would not be harmed if the uh, September 2010 will were deemed valid. A three-judge panel of the Superior Court affirmed that ruling in 2012. 
So because they didn't have any skin in the game, it didn't matter. Yeah. The only but had was the last anyone name, else that would have gotten fucked. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. It's fucking wild. That's nuts. That is nuts. I think I read somewhere that he was schizophrenic. Yeah. They found yeah. out later, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys ready to rate this? I'd rate it. I'm going to give it a six. I really did not enjoy this movie. I don't remember if I liked it the first time I watched it. I feel like I had a similar feeling. Just because, like, I just, ugh. I don't, I, I no. 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 Mm. Yeah, that's, the acting was good, but, like, in a terrible way. <laughs> right, yeah. And the movie was super slow, and, like, the pacing was fucking whack. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Dave? I think I'm going to give it a six and a half. All right. I think I liked it slightly more than Shane, but not by much, I don't think. Mm. I thought the acting was fantastic. Like, Steve Carell as that fucking weirdo creep yeah. was perfect. Yeah. But, like, the pacing was awful. I had a hard time, like, just... Watching it. Watching in yeah. general. Uh, the story itself was super interesting, super sad for, you know, Dave Schultz, obviously. Yeah, the whole family. Yeah. Sure. The Schultz family. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't see myself watching this again. No. Six and a half. All right. Nathan, you want a rating? Let's fucking rate it, bud. You want me to rate it the you way I usually rate, rate movies? It. You right. rate it however you want to rate it. So, I'm going to rate this movie for what it is, Okay. Like, it's boring. It's boring. It's slow. It's yeah. creepy. Okay? It's like, there's a restaurant in Vegas where you eat everything in pitch black darkness. Okay? They serve you in pitch black. Mm-hmm. All right? The waiters wear the night vision goggles. And this is like sitting in that restaurant and just being completely freaked out because, hey, it's all dark. You don't really know what's going on, right? But all you're eating is white rice. <laughs> just boring ass fucking white rice. And that's what this movie is. And then you get shot at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn to a s'more. Yeah. Yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. So that's my rating. Okay. Hmm. All right. So a six, a six and a half, and eating white rice in the dark. <laughs> Can I change mine to that one too? <laughs> uh, Russell left. So I don't know what we're watching next week. <laughs> Should probably figure that out. Can I just pick something and you gotta watch it? No. Yes. Fuck no. Debbie does Dallas. No. No. Yes. No. He always tries to watch that. I know. (laughs) Fuck off. I was trying to help. We're gonna continue our two months uh, of spummer. You motherfucker. Our two month summer of sports. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, With something that was on the list. We'll put it on our social media. Rookie of the year. No, stop it. Caddyshack. No, stop. <laughs> Nathan, I should just watch Caddyshack. You guys can watch whatever you want, but that's not the, watch, the movie we're, we're talking about next week. Oh, my God. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on all your social media by searching Drafty Quarters Productions. Email us, draftyq at gml.com. Also find us on Patreon. Also searching Drafty Quarters Productions. Please donate $1. Once we get to 1,000 subscribers, you'll get some weird pictures of Dave. Uh, if weird you want. or great. 
both. Uh, so thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. Where'd it go? I consider you a friend. And my friends call me Eagle. Or Golden Eagle. Either of those would work. Or John. Or, or Coach. So awkward. <laughs> I know! <laughs>